on this episode of Keeping It Real. Let's get real. Happy No Makeup Thursday, my little crystals. It's a great day to be alive. We are walking, we are talking, we are breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. Welcome back to another episode of the KIR, Keeping It Real, with your host, truly, Thomas Edward. Today is all about no makeup. There is no makeup on these lips, and it's all about embracing our authenticity and to be able to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Today's episode is raw. There's going to be a lot of humbling stories to really have you guys listen to the mistakes I made and how I found redemption to redeem the T motherfucking E. So let's dive right into it. It was a day like any other ordinary day. T.E. woke up and found himself in a colossal of a mess throwing myself into a wind whirl of emotions. I made a mistake that I never saw coming, one that really shook my confidence and my faith to my core. But I want to share today this story in hopes to encourage my listeners that through the chaos we can emerge into the lessons of humility. And those that don't know humility, it's just accepting when you're wrong and then fixing it, making it right. And as you know, TE doesn't believe in right or wrong. It's all about the positive and negative and what we do with that. And if you did do something that was negative, how are you going to call back your power how are you going to switch that negative into a positive and prevail? Because I know two things to be true. Number one, there can't be any creation without chaos. Chaos equals creation. And also, number two, the past is not here to be a weapon to hurt us. The past has one purpose and one purpose only, and that is here to help us. If you are using your past experiences to hurt yourself or others. That's not why it's here. It's here to show us what we can learn. It's here to help you to say, hey, you didn't like that. Try it this way. Do not use your past to keep you there, to keep you down, to keep you in shame and guilt. That's not its purpose. TE has always been a one-man show, and I've struggled for a long time having people help me grow my business because you have to really trust the people that come into your life. Especially when it comes to money, it can really take away friendships because greed gets in the way. And one thing I could think of that has been something I've been fixing is not giving my power away to those that don't respect me. And Last year, I started to do a lot of giving back, Give Back Mondays, which was really special for me. It was a time for me to be able to give back to those that really need it. And I remember it clear as day. It was me on live, and I raised about $500 to give to a family in need for Christmas. And I had a bunch of people reach out in these emails, sharing their stories. And as a collective on my live, we chose somebody that we felt 
needed it the most. And sending out that money to someone in Canada, it actually ended up being more because Canada money and United States money is a little different. We The dollar is a little bit more higher here. And so she was able to afford to get her kids some jackets and clothing and some toys. And I remember after that live I got off, I felt so alive. I was so excited. And I was actually working alongside one of my good friends, Alexa. And during that time, she actually lost her mother. And I moved home from Nashville. So I was in my own grief, not an actual person, but the grief of my future, the grief of myself, the grief of a relationship. She's grieving her mom. We kind of started to be a little codependent on each other of just holding space and being there. And after that live, I remember being so excited that I was able to really help somebody. And I got yelled at by somebody that felt I was copying them saying, I can't believe you're doing give backs. That's something that I do. And it really struck me to the point where I stopped doing them because I felt like I gave my power to this person that told me that I shouldn't be doing it because they were doing it. And at the end of the day, charity donation has been around since before I was even born. I didn't create that wheel. That wheel was there. And anyone that's a true artist, anyone that's a true creator understands this. The real artists are ones that steal and make it their own. That's how you get in the industry of any type of creation. You know, a line, a line has been here for thousands of years. How can you then make that line your line? Uh, maybe you do a little squiggle in it. Maybe you make it a little bit more curvy. However you want to do it. The wheel's there. I dropped the ball. I went into a major depression to the point where I couldn't even get out of bed. And I canceled my team. I fired everybody. And I really took off two years of my business, living from my savings and being with my family. During that time, I had to do a lot of processing of this and understanding that it's not wrong for me to be able to have a platform to give to other people. And at the end of the day, whoever's bothered about this, it has nothing to do with me. And the minute I released that, that's when I started coming back on, just being able to get up out of bed, do life again. I wasn't at the point of going back to give backs, but I was at a point of knowing that what I was doing wasn't wrong. If anything, me stopping what I was doing was wrong. And let me give you some background too. At this point, in my life, I was booked out for two years. I had about 10 clients back to back every single day. And I love connecting for people, but anyone that's connecting understands that even if you connect for yourself, it's so much energy to the point where it takes you for the day. So realistically, I shouldn't even be doing 10 a day. It really should only be one. And I wasn't ethically doing them because at this point, I was young. I never made money. I never had a platform like this before. I've been doing this since I was 20. So now I'm 25. This feels really good. But it got overwhelming to the point where I bit off more than I could chew. So at one point when the boat was tipping and I felt like I literally was debilitated and I could not get up to do these sessions, these back-to-back -back readings, 
I was having even my assistant see if she could find anything on these people, even if it was their zodiac or birthday, just so that I didn't have to pull energy. Was it fucked up? Absolutely. But also at the same time, it was the one thing that was able to get me by to keep the boat going. And I think anytime in business, sometimes we have to, there's no better way. There's like two wrongs. It's like, what way to keep it going? Was I going to close shop and be in debt 50,000? Or am I going to keep pushing myself to get over this hump until it's all out? And then I can literally get back to having that healthy schedule of just booking out one person at a time to authentically connect and see what I feel. And through all of this experience, it led me to that because I, after this little incident, which was kind of just the cherry on the top, it actually wasn't the big thing to it. It was just the one thing that was like the, the, the thing that the, the straw that broke the camel's back and that was it. And during that time breaking out, I said, doing this inward work, I got back to my therapist, my psychiatrist my healing groups, my friends, my family. And throughout that whole time, I realized that I wasn't a narcissist. I was at a God complex. It worked for me. I thought it was going to work for everybody else. And that's not the case. So even me connecting for people, going out to people, strangers, having their loved ones come through, I love doing it. But it's also at their expense. And I don't want to do that anymore. I think that for me to be a real channeler, a real vessel it's even allowing people to understand that they are a vessel too. And so from all of this, I started to have my wheels start to turn, my brain coming up with ideas of how I can help people connect themselves. Because at the end of the day, I can tell you your loved ones are proud of you. They miss you. They're not in pain. But I think it hits different if you can feel, hear, sense it for yourself. What if you lost your parents and you can actually hear them and talk to you and say that they miss you and love you and tell you what you need to be doing. That's why I created ECF and it's been so powerful, but I wouldn't have gotten to this point if I didn't break into my truth of realizing, wait a minute, this stuff is fucked up and what I'm doing isn't right. So how can I really change this vibration? I know I'm connecting. I know I can do this. But I can't do it at the rate of the masses to make ends meet. That's not how it's going to work. So how can I make ends meet? Let's actually teach these people how to connect themselves to their guides, their loved ones, their angels. Let them get the messages. Let them feel it. Let them experience it. And let me tell you, they're experiencing it. And I wouldn't have gotten here without that massive mistake. Those mistakes of not doing energy work clean. Not doing... And taking the time to be in my own energy, not feeding the serpent, which again, all that represents is feeding someone else's bullshit. We have to come back down to ourselves. We have to ground ourselves. We have to understand that every single day we're growing, we're learning, and there's going to be a better way. And you're going to learn it and then you're going to do it. Instead of dropping the baton, pick it back up. You still got a half a run. The finish line is right there. Nobody is judging you for getting last place. But we are judging you if you're going to just give up. Finish the race that you started. Because I'll tell you right now, TE is not stopping. Nobody's stopping me at this point. I haven't had sex in over five months. I don't want to give myself away to anybody. I want to be a clean vessel. I want to connect for people. I want to help people connect for themselves. And this mission I have 
has started as a little boy and there's so many times I dropped that fucking baton. It has so many scrapes, but it's still in one piece and I'm running to that finish line. It's the breakdown that's going to lead you to the breakthrough. It feels so good to have my team back. Melissa, thank you for being my ride or die. Even Jess, Sacred Prism. I have so many projects about to happen and I'm excited to get you back. And a big special thank you to Alexa for coming back on with me the last few weeks. We made a mission together, a pack together to really bring out the best in each other as well as running this business with me. You started Givebacks and we are taking it back. Today was our first time really thinking about what we want to do. And I'm so excited to share this with you all. Me and her decided to do a huge give back for an individual, a family that is suffering from a rare disease. If anyone that doesn't know, I've done some nonprofit work with Cure Rare Disease. I donated some artwork for fundraising to a child named Max, who basically these different diseases, there's only like about 5% of the population that has them. And doctors, the medical field will not invest money into these programs because of it only being so little. And because it's so little, they're saying basically like, we're not going to dump money into this research because we're not going to get it back, which is so fucked because at the end of the day, we have all the resources, we have all the technology, we have all the physicians that can do this. It's just all about the money. And so there's these bridge programs where like cure rare disease takes on these certain patients, these certain clients, kids, individuals that have these rare illnesses, diseases that are less than 5% and helps them raise money so that they can get the research done to be cured. And this last few weeks, I've been being drawn to this woman who's been coming on my live her name is Kristen, and she always is just so sweet, complimenting me, complimenting my art. And there was this one piece of a guardian angel, and she keeps on saying, I really want to buy this for my son. My son has surgery coming up, and I just I, I want to get it for him. And I DM'd her. We kind of went back and forth. And after the conversation, I was like, you know what? I don't even feel like I need to have her buy this. It feels more like I need to do this for her son and this needs to be my way of getting back to giving back. And her surgeries up in Boston, which is like an hour train ride for me, which I thought was great. And so now I decided to stand behind Easton and I'm still going over how I want to go about it, the logistics of how we're going to start collecting and being a force for Easton. But it's energy for Easton, and I want to go see him on his surgery date and go gift him this painting. I'm asking his mom pretty much what his favorite stuff is, his hobbies, his games, his sports. So I could really integrate that into the painting. For example, if he loves football, I want to get a bunch of footballs, cut them up, and make the wings of the angel out of all football. Um, and then I could paint over it. But just really cool things that will give him the energy that really speaks to his vessel and give him different things that he can be excited about as well as know that there is hope. I think right now we're in a space where a lot of our faith is diminishing because of all this division created by social media, politicians. It's all fake. Let's be real. 
we all are human. We all care about each other. No one cares about your skin color anymore. No one cares about your sexual orientation. It's all a way to keep us distracted. At the end of the day, we're all human and we do like to come together. And so my mission for Easton is to show not only him, but the world that the community is still here and that united we do come together and we're not going to just let our fellow neighbors drown that are right beside us, especially when we have a boat with plenty of room. Move that fanny over because TE is making room for everybody. And I'm not going to stop until we all are heard. I want to be a voice for the voiceless. And I want to stand in my power right now of living in my authentic. And I think because of this, when you live in your truth, you can only vibrate with truth. Truth. And I think collectively, that's exactly where we're at right now. The truth, the tides are turning. And I think a lot of this BS is clearing out. And with that, we need to get back to our roots as being humans. And it's as simple as being there for one another and knowing that just because this person or child is not directly blood related to you, we're all connected. So you don't know where or when you'll be given this experience yourself, but I hope that you understand that if you're there for someone else, that that energy then gets reciprocated back. When you're in a hard time, it's going to come back to you tenfold. And that's what we're getting back to, building our communities with no lies, building our community and our children with hope and love. That's the direction forward, and that's what we're moving into. So those that are scared about what the future holds, don't be. The future is truth. The future is being authentic. And anything that's not aligned to that is going down. Because at the end of the day, the real celebrities, the people that we should idolize are people like Kristen, a single, actually, I don't even know if she's single, but I'll say this, maybe a single mom raising this son. And she's the real warrior. She's the real person we should be idolizing, waking up every single day, not giving up, going to find the answers that she seeks, going to different medical doctors until she gets the answers that she wants to hear. That's who we should be glorifying, not listening to Cardi and Offset, their relationship. I can could not even believe that that's what was airing on the news yesterday. I'm like, that's out of everything that's going on in the world. That's the one thing you get an hour to come on to do the news and you wasted 15 minutes of my time, my energy to share something that at the end of the day, I don't give a shit about these celebrities because they're not putting money in my pocket. They're not here living my life. They're not here helping and seeing me go through life. Like what the heck us Americans should be there for the ones that are the real, real bad bitches, which are these individuals like Kristen. It's going to be through dedication and perseverance that we really start to rectify these situations. I am committing to my own dedication, and I'm not going to give up. And neither should you. It's not going to be easy. Life is not easy. It's never going to get easier. Accept it. Life's hard for everyone, whatever circumstance you're going through. The minute you accept that it's hard, it actually becomes easier. Our setbacks, our challenges, whatever's going around along the way of our energetic life, these are the steps towards us finding redemption because it's through the setbacks, it's through the challenges that fuels us with the, with the determination to mend the broken. 
I would have never created energy, connection, or frequency if it wasn't for these mistakes I've made that God, my angels, the universe brought me here today to still share the light in just a more healthier, authentic, truthful way. Yes, were a lot of the things initially mess-ups from the experience that I was creating for myself. Yeah, I was the person that did it all, but also at the same time, token, I became the catalyst for my own personal growth. And it took me a while to see it. It's not going to be smacked in your face right away. You have to really lean into yourself on what is not working in your life and why it wasn't. And then taking the time to really find the humility, the power of humility, that it's so important to make mistakes because it's the only way we're going to learn. And that's where the beauty of making amends happens. So here we are. No makeup Thursdays. No lip gloss on these lips. We have stripped down ourselves of the pretenses. And I hope by me sharing these stories, this story especially, that you find yourself knowing it's okay to stumble. It's in these moments of vulnerability that we really discover our true strength, the resilience to really rise and to learn and to emerge stronger than ever before. You are strong and you are a human and you are knowing it's okay to make mistakes because if we don't make those mistakes, we're never going to learn or grow. That's how we grow and expand and experience life and all its beauty. Thank you for listening to today's episode of No Makeup Thursdays. Remember that behind every flaw lies an opportunity for growth. And it's really about embracing your authenticity where we really learn that from our missteps, our mistakes, our fuck-ups, that to keep shining through this journey. I hope you found value in today's conversation. Comment down below your thoughts. I want to hear from you. Don't forget to follow me on all social networks at Thomas Iyer with two Ds because two is better than one. And go check out the merch shop. If you want to get into a session for ECF as well, I am booking out for the end of January, beginning of February. And you can check out thomasedwardenergy.com. Until next time, stay humble, stay kind and keep embracing your beautiful imperfections. When in doubt, don't forget to crystal it out. Make it a great day.